You are now listening to the Key Fundamentals Podcast channel, hosted by Shiwan Owens. Hello and welcome. Welcome to the Kingdom Key Fundamentals Podcast channel, where we empower individuals to grow on their spiritual journeys. This is the platform that can help strengthen your understanding and knowledge of the scriptures to achieve spiritual breakthroughs, obtain kingdom authority, and learn the importance of guarding your kingdom citizenship. I am your host and kingdom ambassador, Shawana Owens, helping you to refocus your mindset with scriptures on how to become an overcomer of sin, to abide in Yahushua within the land of the free. For it is written in 1 John 5 and 4, For whatsoever is born of Elohim overcomes the world. And this is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. So tune in and join us. Hey, good afternoon, family. This is Shawana, your host, and let us jump right into handling our father's business because I have an exciting word. I have a fresh new word that the Most High has downloaded, and I am excited to give it to you just like he gave it to me. And so right now, Father, let's handle your business by giving you praise and glorifying your name. And Father, you are so worthy to be praised. And right now we ask that you lend your spirit upon this platform to give the hearers uh, some understanding and clarity about your word, Father. We need you and we can't do it without you. So Father, decrease me and increase you. Bless your word moving forward with discernment and understanding. In Yahushua's name I pray. Amen and thank you, Abba Yah. So listen, people, this word is coming from the the book of Matthew, Matthew 24, 1 through 14. And as we can go into this word, I want to give you some back story um, when understanding the book of Matthew. First of all, the book of Matthew starts the New Testament. It details the promises of Yahushua, the Messiah. And as he taught his disciples with kingdom authority, he prophesied about what was to come. And so I want to uh, uh, reestablish uh, uh, the understanding in this word about temple and what he spoke about in this word about uh, the temple um, and where uh, they were worshiping at. And so verse one uh, begins to read, it says, and Yahushua went out and departed from the temple and his Talmudim, which is disciples came to him uh, for to show him the buildings of of the temple. And Yahushua said unto them, See ye not all these things? I mean, I say unto you, there shall not be there here one stone upon another that shall not be thrown down. So I want to stop right there to show you a very clear word about what is the temple. The temple is a building devoted to worship. It also dwell is a dwelling place for the most high. 
it also is a sovereign place to reverence prayer and glorifying his name. It should uh, uh, have holiness in, in the temple, righteousness in the temple. It should also have the housing of the spirit of the most high inside that temple. Uh, so that way we understand that the chains that need to be broken and the prayers that need to be heard, we go into that holy congregation or that holy dwelling place. And we should see change coming into there and leaving out with change. So today, where is that temple today? So in the book of first Corinthians three and 16 tells us where that temple is now built today. First Corinthians three and 16 reads, know ye now that ye are the temple of Elohim and that the Ruach Elohim dwells in you. So today this word is telling us that we are the temples that house the holiness that should house the holiness and righteousness that should have housed the spirit of the most high. See, we need a clear understanding about what we are now housing in our temples. What now are, are we allowing to dwell in our temples? Is it strongholds? Is it any fornication? Any, any drug addictions. See, we need to understand what spiritual wickedness or sinful nature have we adapted to that we are now supping with in our temples. Just like the days of old, in those days, that temple was struggling we're following the commandments of Yah in the temple mount, in the temple space, in the buildings of the temple. All of it was committing sin all around there. And Yahushua wanted them to now see that what they saw in the temple mount, because of what they saw, because of what was happening. He prophesied that they no longer would see that temple standing any longer. Verse 2 is a clear-cut resemblance about what we need to now again internalize and say to ourselves, what is in our temples that we should no longer house or see because we want to sup with the holiness and righteousness of our father. And we need to now uncover every unclean stone inside our temples. So we may now sit in cleanliness before our father. Verse three is now speaking to his disciples and it reads and as he sat upon the mount of olives the talmudim came which is his disciples came unto him privately saying tell us when shall these things be and what shall be the sign of your coming 
and of the end of the world. See, let me explain to you. This word here is telling you now his disciples, because of all that he showed them. Now they had questions of their own. They wanted to know, hey, if this temple is going to come down, hey, we we want to know when when is this going to take place? We want to know, hey, what will be the signs <coughs> before this happens? And what will be the signs of the end of that world? Right? And verse 4 is telling uh, um, uh, his disciples now an answer to it. Yahushua wanted him to now understand what they will see before because they ask specifically what should they see before the end of the world. So he said, you like to hear it? Here it go. I got a whole mouthful for you. It says in verse four, and Yahushua answered and said unto them, take heed that no man deceive you. For many shall come in my name saying, I am the Messiah or the Mashiach and shall deceive Many. Verse 6. And ye shall uh, hear of wars. And rumors of wars. See that ye be not troubled. For all these things must come to pass. But the end is not yet. The end is not yet. Verse 7. For nation shall rise against nation. And kingdom against kingdom. And there shall be famines and pestilence, and earthquakes in diverse places. Verse 8, And these are the beginnings of sorrows. Then shall they deliver you up to be afflicted, and shall kill you, and you shall be hated of all nations for my name's sake. Verse 10, And then shall many be offended, and shall betray one another, and shall hate one another. Verse 11, And many false prophets shall rise, and shall deceive many. Verse 12, And because the transgression of the Torah shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. 13, But he that shall endure, Unto the end and shall be saved. So I'm going to read that again. 13. But he that shall endure unto the end, the same shall be saved. Verse 14. And this, Basora, which is good news, the good news, the gospel. Of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world for a witness unto all nations. And then shall the end come. See, listen, this word is telling us clearly, not only are we the temples today, not only do we need to tear down some things in our temple, not only do we see the signs of the time clearly depict here in this word. Do we see rumors of wars? The answer is yes. 
right? Do we see kingdom against kingdom? Yes, the answer is yes. What is kingdom against kingdom? See, the kingdom of heaven is at hand and the kingdom of the darkness is also in this world. And so if we understand that that kingdom wants to try to take over the kingdom of heaven, which is the light of the world, that kingdom against kingdom, it's happening right now because many of the sins in this world is causing us to now go in alignment with what the dark world wants us to see, the dark kingdom. But when we are preaching the gospel, when we are doing all that our father told us to do and dwell in the place in our temples, then we will have clarity of what we need to do to stop all of the pestilence that's already coming in the land, to stop famine that is uh, also moving forth. Oh, oh yes. See, then we will stop feeling the earthquakes that's coming all in diverse places, as this word says. Then that will be the signs of the time, as he says, for the end of the world. But look, this word is still telling you here. That is just the beginning of the birth pains. That is just the beginning of the sorrows. See, this word is also telling you that as they then uh, um, delivered his temple to be crucified for our transgressions. See, he then is telling them and prophesying not only for his temple that uh, paved the way to help us through, right? He's telling them that that temple that they saw, the building temple and his temple that was sitting, speaking to them will no longer be with them as well. He departed from that temple to tell them about the building temple. And then guess what? That temple that he dwelt and st stood right before them, spoke to them, and he no longer was standing before them either. But his spirit was living, was living and rised up to pave the way. See, also we need to understand in John 2 and 19 and 22, 21, Yahushua answered them and he's speaking to now the Jewish, uh, the Jews. And he says, destroy this temple. And in three days, I will rise it up. The Jews then said, it has taken 46 years to build this temple. And will you rise it up in three days? But he was speaking about the temple of his body. Listen, this word is clear. That as his temple was the body, our temples are also the body that should house the holiness, the righteousness, the commandments, the Torah. And, 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 we, and we need clear understanding. Well, you say, oh, I was taught that we don't have to keep the Torah. We don't have to keep the commandments of Yah. We no longer... Um, need to follow the commandments. And I tell you and I urge you to continue to hear what this word has spoken. If we no longer need to follow the 
Torah or the commandments. Again, in the beginning was the word and the word was with Yah and the word was Yah. So if he is the beginning and the end, this word is coming from the New Testament, but he spoke the commandments in the Old Testament. But here it is in the New Testament. He's telling you the signs of the time that what is to come because of the betrayal of one another and the hatred of one another and the deception of one another and the false prophets that's telling you that you no longer have to follow the holiness and the righteousness and the order of the Torah, he says that they are now deceiving you. It speaks in verse 12. And because the transgression of the Torah shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. Let's stop right there. Hold up. Stop the presses. Stop the good news right there. Because I need to uh, allow for you to sup with this word so you can get a clear understanding before we start to roll the presses again of this good news again today. Listen, this word says, uh, because... You transgress the Torah. And so you might ask, what is transgression of the Torah? Let's look it up, people of Yah. Let's look up what does transgression mean? What does transgression mean to you today? Transgression definition says an act that goes against a law, rule, or code of conduct. An offense. I say it again. An act that goes against a law, rule, or code of conduct as an offense. When we understand we are now operating as an offense against the law. We are now activating uh, nothing but defiling the law. We are operating and uh, with people who want to deceive you to tell you no longer have to commit to the commandments that were spoken from the beginning. See, this is the good news that lets you know that you have a savior that has uh, came to restore things back in place to get them back in order. This good news is give to give you hope, right? It's to do two things. It's to tell you what you did wrong and now give you the hope to get it right, right? So let's, let's continue to get an understanding of that. The reason for all of these things that we just went over, the wars, the rumors of wars, the kingdoms against kingdoms, the pestilence, the famines, the earthquakes, and all of these things in diverse places that you will see, oh, he says, that's just the beginning, right? And that is because they have transgressed the, the Torah. It says because of the, the offense of the Torah shall be abound. That means to move forward. They move forward with defiling the, 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 the law or the transgression of the Torah, right? And it says the love of many shall wax cold. What is love? Yah is love. See, the most high is love. This scripture tells us uh, that uh, Yah, that the, the most high is love. 
in in this um uh book of let's see this book of uh John first John tells us right there in the first sentence Yah is love and he that dwells in love dwells in Yah and Yah in him see listen we need to understand this word is clear on what is love today and what we are doing against the Torah. See, when we understand verse 12 is the reason for seeing all of these changes and the end of the world, right? It says that we defile the Torah and because we move forward with defiling it, right? And offending it and changing it and shifting it now, Yah is not even dwelling in us. The love of many shall wax cold. What does waxing cold mean? You ever had someone uh, um, say to you, hey, they giving me the cold shoulder. Hey, they, they, they very, they're very cold to me. That means that, that they're distant. They're non-existent. They are, they no longer want to be around you in a good uh, space, right? Things are, are now feeling very uh, chilly, cold, cold, right? When we understand our father is the consuming fire, nothing about him is cold. He said that if you are cold, he will spew you out of his mouth. We should always be on fire for the most high because he is the consuming fire that we need to bestow in our vessels today. If we are not uh, bestowing the fire of the most high because in his fire, there's holiness in his fire, there's righteousness in his uh, uh, fire. There is obedience. I'm trying to help you get the understanding of what is the love of Yah and who is the love of the most high that needs to dwell in your space. See, I know that this word is coming forth with the power of the Holy Spirit because as I began to read this word, I may read it so many times over, but each time the most high reveals something fresh and new inside my mind and inside my temple because I stay on fire for my most high. Hallelujah. I love him so much and I urge you to love him just as much because he has did so many great things for us and we should sit on fire for him and to do all that he has asked us to do. I urge you today, grab hold to his son's unchanging hand, for he is the true vine and his father is the husband man. There is no other way to get an understanding of where we are going toward the end in this word. See, listen, this word is telling you right here and now that when we are now waxing old, we draw cold for the most high. We are drawing cold because his, his, his presence is no longer in our temples. See, verse 13 tells you, but he that shall endure unto the end, he that shall endure unto the end, the same shall be saved.
See, if you're now understanding about the level of surrenderance that you need to do in your temple, of what stone you need to ask the most high to break down in you today, of what you need, hallelujah, in your temple to be set loose so some things can be set ablaze and set on fire for the most high today. See, he wants you to understand that you shall be saved. This word is clear that once you understand each person in your family is a temple for the most high. Each person that you see walking amongst you in every nation is a temple for the most high. It is not about uh, uh, finding ourselves how we could defile the Torah. When he's telling you here, the Messiah is telling you right off the gate from his, uh, uh, his, uh, his teachings to his disciples. He's telling you, listen, this is why these temple is being broken down. And this is one of the reasons why they then going to bring my temple to be broken down. But guess what? Here comes the good news. I'm going to rise up and give you another shot at life. Because I understand that you didn't understand this word. But for today, I pray that it's lending all the understanding to your ear vessels. I pray that this word is resonating in your mind of all the things that you need to change today in your temple, hallelujah, and then teach your little children's temples and then teach your grandchildren's temples among all the generations, hallelujah, what it is that we need to do among this nation of temples, hallelujah, to move forward with the power in our temples all around this universe to glorify the most high. See, listen, this word in 14, verse 14 reads, and this, Basora, which is the good news of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world for a witness unto all nations. It said, and then shall the end come. When this word is reaching every temple to know that uh, I need to change some things in my temple. Listen, check it out. I need to now uh, let, uh, as the word said, let a man self-examine himself. Now you internalizing this word and say, hey, Father, listen, I don't like what's going on in my temple. See, I need some changing and shifting. Can you exchange this here rotten stone? Hallelujah for a fresh new one. Let me tell you, he said he will do it if you grab hold of his unchanging hand. He said he can do it. He can tear down everything in you uh, if you only believe, if you only receive, if you only, uh, hallelujah, said, I want to be made whole and I want to be set free. And he who the sun set free, see, there's no other way into the door uh, to the gate to the kingdom, but by you taking hold of the true vine, uh, or by you taking hold, as it said in John 15 and 1, I'm the true vine and my father is the husband. 
husband man? How do you get to the husband man? How do you get to, hallelujah, to sup with the only uh, spirit of the most high, the creator of this place? Uh, hallelujah. That when he gave the Torah, hallelujah, he wrote it. Uh, and he not only wrote it, uh, but he spoke it. Uh, hallelujah. For in the beginning was the word and the word was with Yah and the word was Yah. Let me tell you, he gave the Torah speaking it. Uh, and then he, uh, if that wasn't good enough, uh, he wrote it with his own finger. Not once, uh, but twice uh, did he write it down uh, for your educa ed education and your understanding. And so I urge you uh, today to get an understanding and to believe uh, that not only did they did not believe, uh, hallelujah, all of the things that he needed for them to do. But let me tell you, he then sent in, uh, hallelujah, prophet after prophet, uh, prophet after prophet into the nations to tell them uh, of all the things that he said from the very beginning for them to do. And he said that now that as they spoke it and then they wrote it, hallelujah. Woo, Father, Holy Spirit, this is what he said. My ways have not changed, but you guys, all the people who I spoke it to has not received me. All the temples that now need to be rebuilt, I'm going to have to break some things down in you. I'm going to need you to hear what the spirit needs to say unto your vessel. I'm going to need you to see. Hallelujah. The error in your ways. I'm going to need you to bring, hold, and break every chain through my son that will pave the way through his Holy Spirit. And the Holy Fire will see and sup with you on a day-to-day -day basis to show you the way. So I urge you, as you uh, continue to go on this journey with us, internalize this word for yourself. Examine your own vessels, your own temples, and say, what must I do to be made whole? What must I do to be set free? Can I uh, be obedient to the spirit as the most high spoke? The commandments to free up this nation with every sinful nature, nature, every sinful nature and sin and iniquity. See, listen, when we understand this word is for uh, the hearer and, and the doer. When we hear this word, we are then supposed to do walk into the change in our lives. So not only receive the vine, the true vine, but now how do you get to transform or transition to get to meet the husband man? Because in the husband man, there's holiness and righteousness that he said that his son will teach you. And when you're supping with the son, you are now supping with the ways of the most high because he said, follow him. If you ever thought for one minute that we should not keep the commandments of Yah, this word is telling you clearly today, that is not the case. I pray that this word resonated with you and provided truth to your understanding. Uh, another level of, of education, another level of, of trying to get to the kingdom authority level. In the realms of the kingdom. 
This word is here to give you love, joy, peace, all the fruits of the most high spirit. That when you are supping with all of the fruits in your vessel and in your temple, that will be the harvest that he is now expecting for you to have in you. People of Yah, this has been a true pleasure to receive this word and to deliver it. I pray again that you have clarity and you go and change in your vessels today. Be blessed. Okay, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for pressing into this space where we are ready and willing to help others uh, get free, come out of the land of captivity and into the marvelous light. The only key that is available to set you free is Yahushua. Grab hold of his hand and he will then show you the way. Come join us in this space as we go uh, through the scriptures in the Sefer Bible, line upon line, precept upon precept, to lend your ears and our voices to uh, doing all that our Father asked us to do with obedience, with humbleness, with loyalty, with royalty, and with commitment. I love you, fam. Tune in this Friday for a new upload, a prophetic word coming your way. I pray that you be blessed for the rest of the week. Stay tuned into the channel powered by Key Fundamentals 7.